give to you your feature presentation. Presenting. Down for the one, two, three podcast. Hello and welcome to Down for the One Two Three podcast episode number forty-seven, where we're going to review the battleground pay-per-view. And um, just to let you guys know, um, this is going to be a bit of a quick one, like twenty-minute podcast, maybe not even that. I don't know. Um, I am going on holiday um, very very soon, um, and by very very soon I mean like fucking. Over the next two, three days. So, um, there's going to be one big, big, big podcast. Um, at the end, not the end of the week, but like on Friday. Which is not as fucking late as shit. But, I, you know, we. Um, so, I'll be reviewing SmackDown and Raw on that Friday. So, um, yay. Um, but, uh, oh yeah, and just another quick thing. Go check out the YouTube channel. I'm putting up so much content on that YouTube channel. So, just to clarify, it's been, what, a couple of days since the last podcast? I don't know, like, a couple of days, or I don't know. But, um, just to clarify, like, okay, within the past week, okay, it says week ago, yeah. So, I've released all those WWE 2K16 um, Battleground simulations. Uh, then we had some breaking news. We had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 breaking news stories i was uploading about three four times a day um you know with just including news stories such as commentators where they're going uh roman Reigns suspension news paul Heyman's contract stuff uh what's going on with brock lesnar and the wwe right now uh potential people coming back who was sasha banks's partner who we already found out backstage fight between sinkara and simon gotch uh, another update on paul Heyman's wwe contract Lita getting a new on-air role at the WWE. Roman Reigns making his return at a WWE live event. And the new uh, WWE Raw and SmackDown logos. So yeah, there was just a lot of shit going up. And today, once I've done this, I feel like... Or I feel like I know I've got like about five or so videos to do. So, um, it is busy times. It's just it's busy times. But, without a doubt, let's get on with the battleground review so first off we had the kickoff match between breeze dango and the usos uh tyler breeze counter jimmy Uso splash by getting his knees up and then rolled up jimmy for the pin uh therefore meaning that breeze dango defeated the usos fair play yeah you know let the breeze dango get on a win because they're getting a bit of steam so fair play to them uh, next match we have sasha banks and her mystery partner going against charlotte and dana brooke and brady was uh, sasha banks's mystery partner Jeez, that was a pop and a half, man. I've never I haven't heard a popper like that since AJ Styles. So what a pop! Uh, and then Banks won the match uh, for her team with the bank statement on Charlotte. Um, nothing too memorable in this match, bar just the return of Bailey. Um, he was all right. Yeah, I, I expected you know Banks to pick up the win over Charlotte, so their feud can carry on. Um, obviously, <clears throat> word got out that obviously. Bailey was uh, is returning back to NXT for a while, um, so we're not going to see her full time on the main roster yet. But obviously, you know, soon come. But anyway, um, just back on the whole the, the situation. It's obviously that you wanted Sasha Banks to get a pin for victory on the WWE Women's Champion Charlotte. So therefore, 
you know that that's contendership of okay well I've, I pinned you in a match that's that's a surely that's surely I've just won a number one uh, title match there so um <clears throat> Uh, most likely that's what's going to happen, and it did make sense. So yeah, fair play, a good match to start up uh, the um, the the pay per view as well. I thought this was great that this actually opened up the pay per view. Um, oh, you know, just overall just a good pay per view. I'll recap it and all at the at the end, but good stuff. And then we had the Wyatts going against the New Day, um, and this match, well, this match was actually fun. Um, it was a six man tag match, which aren't very normally aren't normally that good, and these guys killed it. Um, I loved the whole thing where Xavier Woods was like fixated with uh, Bray Wyatt, caused him to drop down to his knees, and um, you know, almost like give in to Bray Wyatt or whatever. And then he snapped out of it and went fucking Super Saiyan on him and just battered the shit out of him. That was fantastic. Uh, sadly, we got a big E suicide dive. Why is he still doing that jumping between the turnbuckles? There was two horrible, nasty botches today, and this was one of them. Biggie went, took the dive straight through the um, the middle rope, taking out Braun Strowman. But I feel like Braun Strowman was holding down the ropes a bit. I feel like it was, that wasn't even much to do with Biggie. I felt like it was Braun, Braun Strowman. The way he was holding onto the ropes, he was pushing it down a bit. So it kind of fucked up for Biggie. Uh, it just caused Biggie to do, go for the ropes, but then just land straight on his head, neck, and shoulder area. Didn't look nice at all. Luckily, he got back up, but, um, yeah, man, that just didn't look nice at all. Uh, but then the match uh, concluded when Bray Wyatt picked up the pinfall victory over Xavier Woods after giving him the sister Abigail. Fantastic. The New Day needed to go out on a bang. Um, oh, sorry, the New Day. The, uh, the the Wyatt family, sorry, needed to go out on a bang, obviously. Being, being uh, split up and everything, so um, <clears throat> I think it's fantastic. Uh, great to see Bray Wyatt just fucking, like, close a match with you know such demeanor and just such evilness in his face um you know the way he uh just you know it's just nice to see him close a match and win it for the whites um and yeah so good stuff there um and then we had the united states championship match between Zack Ryder and the champion rusev uh rusev won by submission with the accolade um this match uh, I genuinely thought Zack Ryder might have won it when he hit the fucking famous, or was it famous, or the Rough Rider, and then went up for the top, he went up to the top right to give him the um, the elbow drop, you know, in, in, in homage of um, <clears throat> Macho Man Randy Savage, but it fucked up and like Rusev hit him in the knee, or hit him with his knee uh, on the elbow, it looked quite good to be fair, uh, and then obviously he got the accolade, and to be fair, even when it comes to the accolade, I've never seen someone power out of the accolade bar, obviously John Cena. Um, you wouldn't expect someone like you know, Zack Ryder to do it, but yeah, he's powering, he's powering, and powering, and powering, and powering, and powering, and powering. And then all of a sudden, boom, Rusev sunk it in that bit more deeper. Fantastic finish. This was one of my favourite finishes. Even though there were some amazing matches, this was up there in the top three. Just fantastic finishes um, in the match. It was, it was fantastic. The way like it looked like... Ryder was going to break free, and then boom, Rusev sunk it in even deeper. It was very uh, UFC-esque. It looked fantastic, fantastic uh, close to the match. And then, um, after the match, Rusev continued to attack uh, Zack Ryder until you ain't hyped. Mojo Raleigh came in and just, 
don't even fucking know, man. He just went off. He blew a fucking gasket. He was just shouting random shit at Rusev. And Rusev's face was absolutely fantastic. He just no-sold it. And he's just like, what the fuck is this guy on? He's looked at him. He's like, nah, can't be asked this shit, man. I just went through a match. Fuck this, man. I'm going home. And just left. It was, and you know, fucking Mojo Rolicky. Come on, bro. Just going on a mad one. Um, yeah, it's funny to see. Um, and then, um, obviously, just sorry, before I do move on, obviously that's going to be um, giving a bit of a hint to uh, potential uh, hype bros on SmackDown, because they both are on SmackDown, so that's uh, that's always good and fun to see. But then, anyway, back to the matches. The next match we had was between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Jesus, motherfucking Christ, oh my God, what the fuck? Why match? What? Genuinely, match of the year contention. Um, okay, so we've had the slammies, haven't we? So the, the the WWE year is normally slammy to slammy. So obviously, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura, Sami Zayn won that. Won it the previous year, obviously on Takeover Dallas. This year, in the wrestling year. 100% oh my word Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens what the fuck you beautiful people what a match okay just some highlights so we had um first off the botch so it looked like he went for the uh, it's like an Arabian something or uh, yeah it's Arabian dive or springer I can't remember what it's called but basically the move was was um Sami Zayn's on the on the uh on the uh, outside of the ropes, like on the oh, barrack, not barricade, the ribbon, or I don't know what it's called. Um, and he uh, like jumps onto the top rope, spreads his legs open, his legs bounce off the top rope, and then he does like a flip, uh, um, a flip onto uh, Kevin Owens. But when he went to do the leg bounce, he just didn't get enough height, and he didn't curl up. It was mainly because of the fucking. The, the the bounce really but he just couldn't get enough airtime on there and landed straight again on his shoulder and neck area that move goes like f- millimeters other way then you know that that's a serious neck injury slash shoulder injury which he's already injured in that match against John Cena um, when he had the uh, the US Open match when it whenever that was and he popped out his shoulder when he was fucking coming down to the ring you know, very scary, very, very, very fucking scary times, to be fair. Luckily, he wasn't hurt too badly. Um, then, but then, like, it was weird, because I was watching the match, and I was thinking, okay, that was a horrible botch. But then, the way the match concluded for the next ten, five or so minutes, it was like it was worked into the fucking match. It was played off so well. Straight away, as soon as that botch happened, you got Kevin Owens ramming... Um, Sami Zayn's arm into the uh, the ring post several times, um, and then we had the uh, the uh, tor- tornado DDT like through the through the little ring post and on the outside um, for Sami Zayn. So Sami Zayn goes for it and then gets punted straight in the face. Oh no, it wasn't a punt; it was a super kick to the chin or the face um, by Kevin Owens. Fantastic spot. Then we had a fucking brainbuster. On the outside of the uh, ropes, onto the oh, I can't remember what it's called now. I'm completely fucking forgetting what it's called. Uh, 
Um, but like the the ring, but on the uh, other side of the ropes. You guys know what I'm on about. You guys fucking watched it. Um, what a move, man. Jeez, Sami Zayn fucking brain busted this shit out of Kevin Owens. It looked fantastic. Um, and then obviously the match concluded with uh, Sami Zayn giving uh, Kevin Owens two halluva kicks. But when he gave him the first one, he like caught him and gave him a look, and that was perfect storytelling. Whoever idea that was was absolutely fantastic. The way he was just like he just caught him and looked at him in his face and was like. Mate, that's what, this is going to be for all this shit that you've given me. Propped him up. Boom. Second Huluva kick. One, two, three. Boom. Match is over. Match of the year. 100%. Wow. Wooey wow. Fantastic. Then we had the match between Becky Lynch and Natalia. And um, I think the only thing that was missing from this match was the crowd. The crowd was just so worn out. During the Sammy Lane and Kevin Owens match, there was a standing ovation. There was Fight Forever chance. There was Sami Zayn, Kevin Owen chance. It was just the crowd were they probably exhausted after that amazing match. They gave it a lot of time as well. So the thing that would make sense would to put the whole Randy Orton and Chris Jericho thing here just to split up the card. You had such an amazing match there. You want to put your fucking a little bit of a break on uh, and then get back into the matches, but no, they chose to go back to. To put the Natalia and Becky Lynch match on, the crowd just were in it, um, and uh, sometimes that can affect the wrestlers. It was an okay match, nothing special happened, but um, the ending was just a bit weird. You know, Natalia was working on Becky Lynch's leg the whole match, and then she won the match by picking up her submission uh, via the uh, sharpshooter. It just didn't make sense for her to pick up the win, really. Um, you would be expecting Becky Lynch to pick up a win, and then seeing what Natalia would do seems that she's a heel you know obviously the faces come up on the victory it's got random people laughing in the background jeez um, seeing that she you know, was the victor you'd expect them to pick up the win but um, no um, it was a bit weird I don't know what to say it was just uh, weird times so yeah all in all that was just no, I don't know why I just didn't enjoy it it just wasn't that good <laughs> Uh, but then sadly we went from like a doubt like amazing point to two t- absolutely fucking shit points we've had the Natalia Becky Lynch match and then we get the intercontinental match between the Miz and Darren Young and to be fair I was thinking cool cool now this is gonna be good this will be fine fucking during the match Maurice um, slaps Bob, Bob Backlund right in the face um, by the way just a quickie during the match Miz had Darren Young in the in a uh, in a front face and headlock or whatever it was and he was facing Bob Backlund and he was just shouting like you think you're a fucking Hall of Famer he didn't say the F word you think you're a Hall of Famer I'm the real Hall of Famer I am the, you're going to make Darren Young great again no one's going to make him as, as great as me fantastic Miz you are a very very good heel fair play mate but okay so this match was just it was alright and then this this happened so Maurice slaps Bob Backlund. Then Maurice falls to the floor and claims that Bob Backlund pushed her, causing Bob Backlund to go on a bit of a mad one and rip his shirt off. But then he couldn't completely rip his shirt off because he had his his suspenders were stopping the shirt from getting fully ripped off. So he just looked a bit. It looked a bit sad. 
Um, it looked a bit weird. It looked like an old man didn't take his tablets for the day and just went on a mad one. Um, and then it caused the Miz to push that um, Bob Blackland, who took an amazing bump. He took he the motherfucker flew. This guy is about eighty nine years old, and he flew just for a push. And I'm pretty sure the slappers are motherfucker flew. He took a bump and a half. Um, um, and then, um, so the Miz is pushing him, and then Darren Young gets amazing across face chicken wing on the floor, um, and then the bell rang, and that was the end of the match. So I was like, what the fuck? So I went to WWE.com, and it said that it was a double count out. I rewatched the match. There was no fucking counting from the ref. Well done, WWE. Well fucking done. That was just fantastic. What the fuck? How are you just not gonna? How? 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 Fuck knows. Fuck knows. Fuck knows. What is this thing? No idea. I'll give up with life. <laughs> um, fuck that match off. Then we have um, John Cena, Enzo More, and Big Cass versus the Club. Um, first of all, Enzo More's fucking promo at the start of this match was fan fucking tastic. Oh my word. <sighs> wow. Why were we? Well, as Borat likes to say, fucking hell, this is fantastic. What a opening promo. It got the crowd fully into the match. And you know what? As I've always been a John Cena fan anyway. I don't know why. I just have. Um, and for those haters out there, you can't just, you can't fault him. Because what he did... And what he's doing, just by association and then being in the same ring, he's been elevating Enzo Amore and Big Cass. It was fantastic to see. Um, and it was pretty obvious it was happening as well, which is even better. But yeah, man, just well the fuck done. Um, and then, uh, then, what did, then what happened then? Um, then obviously the match started and stuff. Um, and the match end. I don't think there was a lot of, you know, Enzo mooring and throwing about, um, and stuff. But the match ended with uh, Cena pinning AJ after giving him an attitude adjustment from the second rope. Obviously, this is hundred percent expected. You know, you just did expect fucking John Cena to pick up the win after losing uh, um, Money in the Bank, and then obviously this is gonna finish off in the rubber match, the final match. At SummerSlam, which probably John Cena will win um, between him and AJ, because obviously the club are on Raw and AJ Styles and uh, and AJ Styles and uh, fucking John Cena are both on um, SmackDown. So yeah, but um, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, okay. Again, I got okay match. You know, more positives than negatives. So it was a bit better than okay, but it wasn't terrible. You know, I was still into the match 100%. They kept me, kept me going, and they got me hyped at the start because of Enzo Amore's fantastic promo skills. Um, so yeah, and then we had Randy Orton uh, being the guest on the highlight reel. Um, Jericho was like accusing Orton of like dipping and diving and just avoiding Lesnar, his whole WWE career. Um, and then Randy Orton spoke about Viperville, and then like there was just a bit of like, it was a weird like 
Very John Cena-esque jokes. That's the best way to describe it. It's very John Cena-esque jokes. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it is what it was. But um, just obviously that the main part was fucking. Randy Orton was like, "Yeah, I'm a beat Brock Lesnar. No enhancements needed. Obviously, pain. Uh, just you know, giving a little dig after the whole." Brock Lesnar and uh, Josada drug violations for the UFC. That was fantastic. And then I love Jericho's response. Jericho's response was, you're going to have to pay for that one. <laughs> like, genuinely. He probably will get fined. Um, yeah, so, and then obviously it concluded with Orton giving Jericho with the RKO. After teasing it out of nowhere, he then gave it out of nowhere. Um, so, yeah, it was a good, it's just good to see Randy Orton back, to be fair, man. He's a fantastic performer. Um, so it's just good to see him back. I actually am a bit excited for um, him and um, Lesnar squaring off because it's just something we just haven't seen. Um, so yeah, and then we had the main event, the long-awaited fucking main event match for the WWE Championship between Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns. Obviously, Roman Reigns got booed at the building. Then we had the Authority come out, like as in for SmackDown, we had Shane McMahon and. Um, Daniel Bryan and obviously for uh, Raw we had uh, Mick Foley and Stephanie McMahon and it just felt like this match was more orientated on do this for Smackdown and do this for Raw instead of it being about the Shield which is terrible this is not how it should have been done this match should have been booked and done well it was booked but like on the day as in like the first time we saw a little Backstage promos between like Seth Rollins and like Mick Foley and Stephanie Rand, and all they spoke about was do it for all, do it for all. Like it was nothing to do with we were former best friends. I stabbed you all in the back. We've gone through a lot of shit, and we're finally doing this. We're all going together in a match against each other. There's no friendships. Let's we're all going to go for each other. And mm, it was a good match. Don't fantastic match it was not fantastic it was a good match it was a very good match right and I popped so hard for when fucking when uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins gave a power bomb to Roman Reigns and leaning out his table fucking hell fantastic um very Super Cena-esque though of Roman Reigns the way he was just like he got power bombed got pedigreed I'm pretty sure he got dirty deeds as well just got up and carried on fighting uh very weird in that sense but hey, what do you expect from someone like Roman Reigns or like, we just need a fucking heel turn that motherfucker um, and then um, the end of the match really concluded when um, Reigns took out Rollins with a spear and then um, obviously as soon as Roman Reigns got up uh, Ambrose rolled in the ring and gave a dirty deed to uh, Roman Reigns and then pinned him for the 1-2-3 and retained his WWE Championship. And I'm not going to lie. Didn't expect it to happen at all. I think this, this, is, this is just fantastic. Just fucking fantastic. I don't know what accent that was. But it just was fantastic. Smackdown is going to get the main WWE title. I think that's phenomenal. That's a, such a good idea when it came to WWE. I feel like. Genuinely. I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely feel like. Seth Rollins was going to win this match. After the draft. Uh, and then the draft hap- happened. 
WWE kind of realised, oh, okay, Raw is so much more overpowered than SmackDown. What do we do to SmackDown to elevate it? Elevate it a bit more. Okay, let's put the WWE Championship on there and keep that as their main title. Fan-fucking-tastic. Well done. Well done, WWE. Phenomenal. Well done, well done, well done, well done. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, such a good idea. Um, and then after the match, the SmackDown rock locker room... Heels and fucking faces um, all came out and uh, helped and celebrated with uh, Dean Ambrose. And probably the best thing of the night is when you get Roman Reigns' cousins, the Usos, pick up Dean Ambrose on the fucking on on their shoulders. Wow, that's the ultimate fuck you to Roman Reigns. Fuck you, fuck you, Us. Yeah, Us. Suck on that Us. Like fucking hell, man. Oh, I don't know to say. That was just a bit funny. Um, but yeah, other than, yeah, like so, ups and downs. Probably more positives than negatives, to be fair. You know, I was actually just generally very much in, intrigued. Not intrigued, but like I was into this pay-per-view. Um, I was. I was enjoying it as well. So, well, well done, WWE. A very good battleground. Probably the best battleground you'll have um, ever. Um, and I, you know what, to be fair, I'm liking what WWE have done these past couple months, you know, when we had WrestleMania was a bit of a disappointment, Payback, fantastic, we had like AJ Styles and Roman Reigns in the main event, then we had Extreme Rules, which is a bit meh, we got the return of Seth Rollins though, and then we got some of the shit, I think, but then we had Money in the Bank, which was fantastic, Money in the Bank was a very, very good pay-per-view. And then we got this, which is another very good pay-per-view. So, just well done, WWE. Just well done. Um, oh, I'm enjoyed. I think it's time to end the podcast. Um, so, I hope you all have enjoyed today's podcast. I have been Sucky from Daff on 1, 2, 3. I hope you all have enjoyed today's little review of Battleground 2016. Leave me your thoughts and opinions in the description below. Um, go check us out on YouTube, iTunes, Twitter fucking soundcloud wherever you are stitcher player fm tune in radio just go listen to us um and uh just leave me your thoughts and opinions wherever you can even tweet me listen to us um and i'll read them out on thursday's podcast yeah let's just highlight that thursday's podcast um and yeah that's been it for today so i hope you all have enjoyed i have been sucky from down for to do podcast this has been episode number 47 of Down for Launches 3 podcast. And I'll catch you all next time. Cheers.